Hello, this is Corinne Latigra. Welcome to my new podcast on Anchor called Power in Pounders. This podcast will feature drummers from various musical genres on how they started playing drums. Also, I will be interviewing bands and solo artists, what they've been creating during this pandemic and the new normal with virtual concerts. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to Power and Pounders Drum Magazine. I am your host, Coran Latigra. It is Wednesday, September the 8th. And um, wow, I can't believe it's September and school's back in summer session, I should say. Seemed like we were just in June. I was singing uh, the Alice Cooper song, School is Out for Summer, but now school is back in. So I hope everyone had a great summer. And uh, if you're new to the channel, Welcome, hit the subscribe button, much appreciated. You can also listen to um, Power and Pounders podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Well, today, my guest today, I tell you, it's, 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 been, it's been a pleasure watching her drum videos. She's well known for her drum covers on YouTube. She plays a lot of different genres of music styles and everything she's also the drummer for the band for the rock band plush and uh i will put their website and stuff in the description you guys can check out their video called hate and it's a great song great video and i want to welcome brooke colucci to power Hello. and pounders how you doing brooke <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. Now, see, now, what you guys don't know, how many times I had to practice that name before I put you... Because <laughs> I had all different kind of sayings for her name. So, But she's better known as Brooke C., you know, on, on, her, um, on her YouTube channel and social media uh, outlets. So I just want to just add, you know, we talked before, so how, how are you guys doing with COVID? How's everybody doing? How's the band and so forth? Everything's going really great so far. Um, we, none of us have gotten COVID from traveling or anything. I mean, we're all vaccinated and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, although I was saying to you before we started recording, we did have a COVID like scare. Mm -hmm. um, like a couple weeks ago, I got really sick. And I mean, luckily we all got tested though and everybody came back negative. So we're all doing good with that. Um, awesome. But yeah, it's just been a great time though, traveling and playing gigs and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was looking at your tour schedule. Actually, you guys are preparing in a couple more weeks to uh, do some shows and you got some big shows coming up in I think October, Evanescence and Hellstorm and Seether and so forth. So, wow, looking looking forward to seeing how that's going to work out and everything. So, but um, I want to kind of go back to how it all started for you. How how did what was it about the drums that just said, you know, this is what I wanted to do compared to any other instrument? I mean, you probably could have played violin, guitar, piano which you may do, you may probably do play those, but it was something, what was it about the drums that this is it, this is what I wanted to do? 
did you did you take your your parents' pots and pans and start banging on them like every other drummer did? And <laughs> you know, like my mom, give me my pots back. You know, don't <laughs> so how how did it all start with you with that? <laughs> so for me, it actually didn't start out on pots and pans. Okay, that's a um, good thing. <laughs> It all started, I went to a friend's birthday party when I was about six years old, and it was rock and roll themed. So they had musicians come with different instruments, like drum set and guitar. So each kid at the party got to try out the instruments. And so when I sat behind the kit, I just fell in love. And my friend's birthday was like early December. So I went home later that day asking for a drum set for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, and then that Christmas, my parents, they got me a little mini first act drum kit and signed me up for lessons. Now, do, do you know what, was it a, a brand name kit or was it like one of these store catalog kits? Because I know when I first started playing, uh, at the time, J.C. Penney had a drum set in their catalog. I mean, we talking a while, but J.C. Penney said, and I remember I we ordered the JCPenney drum kit. And it was pretty cool, you know, it sparkle, you know, so it was a non-brand name. So, but uh, yeah, what was it a brand name drum kit that you got or? Um, The name of the brand was First Act and it's okay. literally just like a bass drum, like a little mini bass drum, a little mini drum with like a couple snares on it and then one tom with one cymbal. <laughs> okay. So it was so, almost like a toy kit. Yeah, sense. it was like a toy kit. Okay. And they were just, they got that for me because, you know, I was a little kid and, you know, yeah. they're not going to go out and spend money on yeah. like a really nice kit if they don't know if I'm actually going to be into it or not. Exactly. How, how old were you when, you when you got that little baby kit? Like I think I was three, about like, five? I think I was six oh, okay okay yeah so was it was it for christmas or it was birthday yeah. okay it and was you probably christmas. you probably tore it up the first day you got it huh with the <laughs> drum heads and <laughs> they probably just tore it up the first day from playing it so so okay you got your first drum kit and you started just kind of banging around on things or you know, making some rhythm, and you know, how did that happen? You did your parents go, oh, wow, she's she's got some little talent there. Um, I mean, obviously, like, the first couple days, weeks, or month was yeah. just noise. Yeah. wasn't anything, like, musical. Um, yeah. But my parents, they did sign me up for lessons, like, really soon after that. Um, so once I started to kind of take lessons and everything, they kind of started to hear more like, like an actual rhythm and everything, not just noise. Yeah, Um, exactly. But yeah. What did you take uh, lessons? Was it a music school or was it a private instructor? Uh, I took lessons at this music store, like down the street from my house. Okay. And it was private lessons. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like a like a school of rock or anything, or you know. It wasn't, but I actually did end up going to school of rock though when I was in middle school. Okay, um, really? Yeah, I did. That's cool. Yeah, because uh, I, I teach at uh, school of rock in Huntington Beach here. 
Oh, that's in, awesome. Yeah, in one in Cal- Cunnington Beach, California. Yeah, I, I teach there. And um, yeah, it's a great school. It's, it's, you know, I've heard a lot of musicians have come out of that school. Not particularly that one, but the school of rock in general. I mean, there's school of rocks all over the country and even the world. There's some internationally. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome. So, yeah, I, I, um, I teach at the, the school of rock there. So you started doing lessons, started learning the basic rudiments and, and so forth. And when you were still in elementary school, correct? Yes, I was in elementary school. Okay, so now, when did you know that, okay, you started getting rhythm, your parents kind of, they, they liked it, they liked what they were hearing, the neighbors weren't complaining, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, because you were making some sense, you were actually making sense on the drums, you were actually playing rhythm, you know, and, and that's what I try to tell my students, make sure you play rhythm. Because the neighbors are going to complain when it's just, you know, and you're not making sense in rhythm. So make sure you sound good when you practice. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so they won't call the police on you or anything. But so you started playing that and you got started getting more developed in drums. Um, were you started to play in little bands at school or like? talent competitions or anything? Um, so when I was in like third grade, that's mm-hmm. when they kind of assign out instruments and everything for like concert band. So I did play percussion in my school's concert band up until my junior year of high school. Okay. Um, and I did do jazz band in middle school okay. for a little bit. Um, but didn't last too long i wasn't really not that i don't like jazz but i just wasn't into doing it with people from my school yeah so (laughs) so that was really short-lived yeah yeah no i think i'm just gonna practice by myself (laughs) yeah it's like i don't want to play with this person because you know whatever she did to me in school or whatever you know know, this guy pulled my hair or something stupid So, okay, so now you're in elementary, you're playing, you should continue to take lessons now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm sure by that time you started getting into a more real drum set. Yes, so I got my little first act kit when I was yeah. like six years old for Christmas, and then I believe it was the next Christmas, so when I was seven, okay. um, I got like an actual drum kit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like this purple, sparkly Ludwig kit. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and it had just, you know, kick drum, snare, and then three toms. Mm-hmm. And then I just had like two cymbals and hi-hats. Yeah. Um, so I got that, you know, and that was like my first actual drum kit. Mm-hmm. And so I played on that for quite a few years. And I... You, that was my like learning kit. I yeah. learned a lot when I was playing with that kit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure as the time went on, you started getting into more well-known brand name kits, and I'm sure you know you endorsed. Uh, you have an endorsement by your current drum kit. Um, I do not have an, a drum endorsement 
currently. No. Not yet, but I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. I don't know why not, but I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> once you started, you, you're gradually progressing. Now, did you go to your, your first concert and say you saw the drummer and say, this is what I want to do for a career? You want to pursue it? How did that all happen? Did you go to a yeah. concert or anything? So <laughs> I went to my first concert when I was, I believe, 12. Okay. Um, and it was a Seven Dust and Godsmack concert. Okay, yeah. I like Seven yeah. Dust. And um, what is it? And prior to this, like when I first had start, started learning to play the drums, my dad would always show me Godsmack's Batala de los Tambores, the um, drum battle that they do live. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. That was like, I watched it at least once a day. Um, so when I finally went and I saw them live, it was just so such an amazing moment for me i was in awe and i that's kind of definitely like one of the moments that i was like yeah this is this is what i want to do that's what you want to do yeah yeah looking at you just probably had binoculars <laughs> looking at the drummer <laughs> you know for the past hour or whatever you know so you went to your first concert so you probably couldn't sleep when you came home after that yeah, it was definitely hard for me to go to bed that night. I was, I was, I was too hyped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I mean, a concert like that, you know. So once you started getting more serious and you found out, okay, this is what, because 12, 11, 12, that's usually the age, you know, a lot of kids start wanting to take it a little bit more to a more serious level. Um, I mean, I, I think that's pretty much where I, I started at 11 and just kind of like, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And so, um, yeah, once you get to that point, now, did you play any other instruments in that time period? Like you played piano or took up the guitar? Well, I didn't. I really just stuck to drums, mm -hmm. stick to drums for um, – all those years. I mean, later on, like when I was in middle school, I started to pick up bass and everything. And now I can play like a little bit of bass. Okay. Um, but in the beginning, I really, I just stuck to only drums. Mm -hmm. Now, did you, did you form bands as you were going along trying to, you know, people from the neighborhood that played, you wanted to try to get a band going and, and they wasn't interested or how did, how did you have that? experience growing up after you found out that playing drums is what I want to do I just need other people yeah so I don't think I actually started to play in a band until I was 16 okay. um and I what is it I was in a band with a couple of people that I met at a local venue and they were playing that night and then the next day I messaged them on Instagram. I was just like, hey, like, you know, you sounded great last night. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of got together and we jammed for a little bit. And I was with that band for, I think, almost a year. You know, we played like a couple um, local shows and everything. And then we just kind of decided to go our own ways. Like it just wasn't working out, but yeah. it's all good. Yeah, yeah. 
So now you start doing that. And when did the your interest in playing the covers that you do play, when did that come about after the band thing didn't work out? Did you go immediately to start playing covers and learning covers? Or did you try to form another band? Um, so I was already doing like covers and everything when I was in that band. Okay. Um, I had started doing covers when I was, I believe, like 12 or 13. Okay. That's when I started to post them online, at least. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I was doing covers before that and, you know, uh, playing a lot of songs, but that's when I really started, like, posting them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, because now who are some of your, your, your influences, drummer-wise and band-wise? Um, um, so, obviously, Shannon Larkin from Godsmack yeah. and Morgan Rose from Seven Dust yeah. are two big influences for me, but also Danny Carey from Tool. Uh, John Bonham, and I would say Neil Peart. Those are like yeah. my top five. Top five, yeah, because you know I was watching some of your your two Tool drum covers, and Tool's got some interesting drum parts. I mean, they're they're pretty, you know. And you even played some Rush. I was you know watching some uh, covers, and I tell you, when you play drum covers. You got to play it, you, you you know, you have to play it beat for beat because every drummer probably knows that song and they probably going, you know, judging you. Oh, she missed that. You know, well, you can just say, shut up and talk to the stick. <laughs> you know, it's like, be quiet, you know. But I know how much preparation does it take for you to learn those songs that you do play? Um, because I know playing those type of songs, especially the real intricate ones, the ones that have different parts and signatures. What's your preparation behind that? So each song, it's it's really different depending on song to song. Um, so I would say like a Tool song or a Rush song, something that's definitely more drum heavy. It can take me anywhere from like, three weeks to four weeks to learn it and then practice it to where it's really comfortable for me to play. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some songs, like the latest cover I put up on my YouTube was the Chevelle cover. Yeah, yeah. I and saw that, that, um, that one only took me, I believe, like three days to learn yeah. and practice. Okay. So it's really different from song to song. Yeah, yeah. Now I noticed um, you hadn't had any Dream Theater up there yet. Is that a, is that a, is that a challenge? The, the the Dream Theater stuff. Um, I or just th is that next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody like I have huge respect for them and everything. I think that they're all great musicians. I just never really got into Dream Theater as much as like Tool and stuff. But I do think that they have great music though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they're a really great band. Because I'm thinking, you know, she's got to put some Dream Theater, at least one song, you know, at least <laughs> one one easy one, you know, maybe pull me under or something, you know, that would probably be <laughs> that would probably be the easiest one, you know, compared to all the the other ones. So I I, I could see you playing pull me under. So maybe that could be something because you play the Metallica stuff really well. I mean, 
Thank you. you know, yeah, yeah. Now I noticed on some of your videos, <clears throat> you went like the, the you went to you had a double bass kit for a while, and then you cut it down to a single double pedal kit. What was the reason you had more toms on some of your early, uh, earlier videos? And so now what, what, um, you just kind of got tired of the double bass and went to the single? Yeah. So, um, what is it? Around that time, that's when I was like really looking to, you know, start playing out and everything. So, you know, lugging around two bass drums is kind of a lot. And also, too, with the toms, it's, you know, more drums that you have to, like, tune and everything like that. So just to make it easier on myself um, for taking my kit, traveling and touring, I just sized it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, I'm, I'm assuming with this tour coming up, you will probably have a jump tech, maybe? Or do you, are you going to do it all yourself? Um, so all the gigs that we've played so far, I've just been doing it myself. Um, but I am hoping to have our, I will, I will definitely have a drum tech for these tours coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would reckon so. That, that's a lot, you know, you having to load it. I mean, yeah, when you're doing local stuff, I get it, <clears throat> you know, but when you're doing, you know, major tours, like what you guys are going to be doing. You know, you definitely need to definitely need to have a uh, a drum tech. So now, moving fast forward, now that you you've established your covers and so forth, how did um, how did Plus come about, and where did you meet uh, Mariah? I think is the singer's name. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mariah. Yeah. So Mariah and I, she had actually seen some of my covers online. And she was like, oh, wow. And she found out that we didn't live too far away. Mm -hmm. So her dad got in contact with my dad. And we jammed a couple times. And we were like, you know, this is something that we definitely want to pursue. We want to make a band out of. So um, I got Ashley because I had met her at School of Rock, actually. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, so she's a, she's a school of rock grad herself. <laughs> yes, she is. Okay. <laughs> um, so when we were looking for a bass player, I called her up. And then the three of us jammed and we're like, this is really good. Like this, we click well together. Mm -hmm. And then we, at this time, we had a management. And so our management put out an ad saying that they're looking for a female lead guitar player. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bella, she saw that ad because Lizzie Hale had actually shared it. Okay. Um, yeah. So Bella sent in like a video for playing and a little bio about herself. And yeah, we just, that's how we came to be. Wow. Now, because I noticed when you guys did the, um, when you and Mariah did the, the Barracuda, the heart video. That was separate, right? You did your part and she did the guitar part and you did the whole virtual playing. Yeah, so that, when we filmed that, that was like right in the beginning of the pandemic, like mm -hmm. we were only a month in. So we were still kind of nervous to like get together and see people and everything. Yeah. Um, so we just decided to do a cover, like a split screen kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say because she, she, if you close your eyes, if a person closed their eyes and just listened to that song, they would think it is hard because she <laughs> sounds amazing. She's got a great voice. And, you know, I don't really get into the whole American Idol, the voice. I, I don't really watch those programs that much. But, you know, from what I was told that uh, of, of seeing her in previous interviews that she was one of the contestants on, on those shows. And so I was like, wow. So she's got, she sounds, like I say, if you close your eyes, you, you, would, you couldn't tell the difference. If it was Hart themselves. Now, have, have you guys heard from, from Hart? Do they, do they like what you guys did or? Um, I believe Mariah has heard from like maybe a couple people on their team, mm -hmm. but not Hart themselves, not, though. Not, not Wilson's sisters, I think. Uh, I think they're sisters, I'm not sure. But yeah, so you guys haven't heard from the band itself. No, we yeah. haven't. Uh, not yet. I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably there. <laughs> they're probably listening going, wow, you know. She's <laughs> so they're probably even closing their eyes and going, she sounds just like me. <laughs> so that'll be cool. That's, that'll be great if that happens. So now you guys got, um, you got a single out. Now, how, how do you guys, are you guys still doing like virtual rehearsing? Or are you guys actually... You, What's the writing process? You send, you may have a beat. You send it to Mariah or Tupper. Uh, you send it, send it to those guys. Um, what's the writing process like as far as your new stuff? How did the Hate song come about? So Hate, Mariah, really, she wrote pretty much all of it. She wrote mm -hmm. the riff for it and she wrote the lyrics. Um, she sent me the demo and she was like, here, you can kind of do like whatever you want with drums. Okay. Um, so Mariah was definitely the main writer on that song and actually really a lot of the songs on our album. Mariah's great with writing songs and everything. Yeah. Um, so Hate was really written by Mariah and we just, you know, we kind of all any little ideas any of us had, we would kind of chip in a little bit, but yeah. Now, did did you guys rehearse like in person in a studio or did you just send tracks to, to each other and you just pieced it, piece it all together? Um, so we did record tracks just because, um, what is it? Some of us are kind of far away. Okay. But before we were going into the studio, we did make it a point to rehearse and everything. Okay. Now, are you guys rehearsing for the tour coming up? Or is it yes. just going to be, we know what we're doing, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys rehearsing for that? Is everybody getting physically together and, you know, six feet or more apart? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, we all get together at my house and, you know, since Bella is out of Maine and then Mariah is out of, you know, like more upstate New York, about an hour and a half from me, mm -hmm. um, everybody will just stay at my house for a couple of days and then we'll rehearse and everything, make sure everything is sounding good. 
and then we'll head out for our gigs. That's how it's worked the past couple times. Now, um, so now with this coming tour coming up, when does that kick off? So we have like a mini tour with Mammoth. Okay. And that's in October. I forget the, I believe it starts October 16th. Mm -hmm. um, but this tour with Hailstorm and Evanescence, that is, that starts November 5th. November 5th, okay. And what, what's the city? So our first city is Portland. Oh, okay. So you Portland. guys are coming West Coast. Yes. And then, and then trickling down to, I don't think you guys, because I, I was looking at the tourist schedule. I, the only thing I saw close to California was Vegas. So I don't think you guys are, unless you're adding, adding tours to that, adding cities to that. Yeah. I um, What is it? We do have a San Diego date on there and a okay. Los Angeles date. Okay. Okay. I yeah. I, yeah. Um, I didn't, yeah, because I, I just saw, maybe I looked at it wrong. I just saw the, the Vegas. So when is the Los the LA date? Um, I would have to check. I'm not totally sure exactly. I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. But you guys are opening up for some big bands. I mean, Evanescence, you know, how did you guys go about getting that tour um, to open up for them and, and – Hailstorm and how, how did that happen? So I believe how it happened is our management knows Will Hunt, the drummer oh, yeah, for yeah. Evanescence. Yeah. And um, you know, and then Will Hunt um brought the idea to Amy, and Amy was like, Okay, like I can get behind this. Yeah. And she, what is it? Um Amy was really digging us, so she was like, yeah, I would like to have them come on tour with us. Cool. Did she hear the Hank song? Yes. Before she made it. Yes. She made it. Now, talk to, explain about that song, because I know it's, 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 it's a relationship song, right? I mean, it was written basically relationship-wise. Is that, is that true, or...? How did yeah. that song come about? <clears throat> um, so it's hard for me to totally speak on it because I didn't write it. Mariah yeah. wrote it. Yeah. Um, but what she has said to us is that, you know, it's just about somebody that she was with and that, you know, um, she just hated how much she loved them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like she knew that like they weren't any good, but she still loved them. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's like the general the sense. Of the thing, the about. theme of it. Yeah. Well, you know, you could you could turn it around and say the COVID. You know, I hate COVID. <laughs> you, <can turn> it. <laughs> you know, if it, if it, instead of doing a relationship, you can just say that you could you could. Throw the COVID in there, and I hate everything about you. You know, this is <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song for COVID as well. So, you know, <laughs> well, yes. so what? What's what's next for you personally? Are you going to be doing any more drum covers pretty soon before you go on tour, or 
Um, you got any songs in mind or I don't want to do a spoiler alert or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am trying to do some drum covers here and there whenever I'm home. Mm -hmm. um, it's been hard just because this is like the longest I'm going to be home for and I'm going to be home for like two-ish weeks. Um, so it's hard to get like covers in and everything, but I definitely am still trying to do balance out my drum covers and my band stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you do your covers, um, just real quick, is it just rock that you do? Because I, I did see you play some more R&B beats, some more funk beats, type of beats. What other genres other than rock would you like to play as far as covers? Because um, you said you, you're not a big jazz person. So what... what um, what about funk, R&B? Um, it's not much. Well, I guess with, with hip-hop, you know, you could probably play drums, create stuff, but it's all computer stuff. But, which is actually, I want to get to that question. But what's, what's some of your other genres that you like to play outside of rock? Yeah, so I actually, I really do like jazz. I just didn't like doing jazz band in school. Okay, just, like, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, like I said, I didn't really like the people I was playing with, <laughs> um, but I do like jazz. I okay. really do like jazz. Um, I love funk, R&B, soul. I love all that kind of music, mm -hmm. um, but rock is just definitely like been my comfort zone in a way. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of lately I've been trying to work on getting out of my comfort zone and playing more genres and everything. Um, but the one genre I just, you know, or the two genres that I really don't get into when it comes to playing drums is like hip hop and pop music. Yeah. Um, I like some pop music, you know, some of it's good, but I just never really took an interest in playing to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess with hip hop, it's all computer programming in a sense. I mean, you could probably play some good funk beats, you know, and just throw a rapper behind it or, or whatever. It'd be like, you know, what the Beastie Boys did, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, yeah. So now, <clears throat> um, so, but you don't know if you're going to, time consuming, you don't know if you're going to be uploading any more of the covers for right now. Yeah, so like I said, I'm definitely going to try to upload as much as I can, mm -hmm. um, but I don't have a schedule or anything, yeah, so yeah. it's just kind of like, okay, I'm going to learn this right now, and then if I can record it, I'll record it, but yeah. if not, I'll do it the next time I come back home, so. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you, um, did you ever teach, like, yourself? Did you um teach drums to kids growing up or somebody that admires your playing and they want to learn from you uh would you um, be open to teaching someday yeah i i have never teached um but i have definitely thought about it mm -hmm. and doing lessons and everything um it's just you know right now with the band and everything it's super busy so um 
it would be hard for me to find the time to teach and everything. But it is definitely something I've thought about and I am definitely interested in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not like right now, but in the future, maybe next year sometime, you know, whether it be online instructions or, you know, where you are in person, you know. So um, that's, that's, that's great, man. I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, we got a chance to to talk before you did go on tour and, and everything. And um, my question would be to those that want to pursue music as as a career, um, because the music industry, as you well know, it's 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 good and bad. You know about it, um, especially for up and coming musicians and people wanting to. What words of encouragement can you give to those that want to pursue um, a career in music? Uh, no matter what genre, what, what's your advice that no matter what age, people need to know? I guess my biggest piece of advice for, you know, if you want to get into the music industry, no matter the genre, is like just to be yourself. And be different and you know um stay true to who you are and even if somebody doesn't like what you're doing that doesn't mean that nobody likes what you're doing there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like what you're doing and you just got to focus on the people who do like what you're doing and you know stay positive yeah yeah and 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 just learn as much as you can in, in the mm -hmm. process yeah totally yeah. yeah well you know it was it was thank you for uh for coming on to to power and pounders um and everything and i appreciate you taking the time and like i say i know you preparing for your tour in a couple of couple more days and uh, a couple more weeks i should say and um you know i, I appreciate it Thank you so much for having me. I really yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, you've been listening to uh, Brooke Colucci. Hi, I did it. You got <laughs> Second it. Second time. All right, better known as Brooke C here on Power and Founders. And um, we'll try to get this out uh, sometime in the next week or so. You guys can check it out on the podcast and YouTube channel. And uh, so we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching Power and Pounders on YouTube and Facebook. You can also listen to the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. God bless.